This is the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening, my name is Vinnie White and this, therefore, is the Vinnie White Show. You're listening to News Talk 1010. You can find us online at Newstalk1010.com. You can phone the show on 416-872-1010. What about? You'll find out. And you can also text the show on 71010, which is a very easy and convenient way for me to chat. Um, I'm going to keep you up to date with the football, so or the soccer, as you call it, but uh, which means you should call it CIFA, shouldn't you? Thinking about it. Um, so far, Canada 1, Switzerland 0. I'll say that again. Canada 1, winning, winner. Switzerland um, not doing very well at all. And the time is coming up to 80 minutes. So looking good. And this is the quarterfinals of the female World Cup, of course. So if Canada win this, you know what? Could be a good year for Canada. Could be very nice. Uh, I didn't get to see any games. I was in Ottawa for the weekend. Uh, but I was there to do a running race. And I always do this show standing up. Very tempting to sit down today. I did a 10K this morning. And my legs feel like jelly. Really bad jelly. Um, I'm so tired. I fell asleep on the plane on the way back a few hours ago. And um, I actually put my head on the man's shoulder next to me. Which is always embarrassing. I wish this was the first time I've done it. I've done it a few times now. Always on, on planes. You know when you you start taking off and the initial farts happen and everyone, you know, you just go through that terrible moment where you think, oh, someone must have done something terrible in the toilet. Oh, no, it's just people releasing their own compression. Um, and then once you go through that, you go into the sort of... I think they turn the air down anyway, don't they, to sedate you, which I'm happy with. And half a glass of red wine, I'm anyone's. So I was off and um, I did a little bit of slobber on his shoulder and he was so polite, he didn't want to tell me, so he just like flexed his shoulder as if he were a bouncer proving that he could damage me and my head bobbed up and down and uh it didn't get too embarrassing i mean there was uh, there's always there was a time about 10 years ago i did this and i think i actually <laughs> i actually said i love you <laughs> i thought it was my girlfriend and i was feeling a bit emotional so i think i i slobbed on a man's shoulder and then told him i loved him we got married immediately, obviously. Um, so that was that. Uh, but I did a 10K. Thank you if you sponsored me. It was for... Um, I used to live in Ottawa and I used to work for a radio station there. A guy died that I used to work with. Great guy. And so every year I go um, and do a 10K in his honour and raise money for cancer, which he died for, of course. Cancer research. And um, it was great. We raised loads of money and um, I had a really good time. And it's good, actually. Waking up on a Sunday morning at 6 o'clock, I had no idea that that time existed. It's, you know what amazes me? The amount of people up. I know it's the summer solstice and stuff, and yeah, but what the hell's wrong with people? I mean, if I didn't have a run, I wouldn't be bobbing my head out, regardless of weather conditions, till about 11.30. And then, if it was raining, I'd be straight back into bed with a laptop. Which is how I roll, rock and roll. Um, so it went well, and uh, now I'm back here, and it's God, this building's gone crazy. Really weird. It's the MMVAs, which is the Much Music Video Awards. And we're at the Much Music building here on Queen Street in the heart of this metropolis, Toronto. And there's lots of sexy people around. It's really weird in the bathroom. I was in there a minute ago and a man dressed as a Chippendale came in. I was washing my hands. To be honest, he intimidated me because he was so beautiful. I 
it's very difficult when you're washing your hands and a man comes in with a little dicky bow tie on and cufflinks, just a ripped washboard stomach. And he'd clearly shaved his chest, but he'd obviously done it a couple of days ago, knowing fully well that he was... I presume he was a dancer, I don't know. Maybe he's just broken in. And he's one of my uh, fans, you know. And good for you. Good work on that. Um, so that's happening. If you don't know anything about this, nor do I, because obviously it's, I don't think it's the demographic. I don't think the people that listen to News Talk 1010 listen to Carly Rae Jepsen. Not through choice, anyway. I mean, obviously they're forced to hear it through osmosis. Um, but Ed Sheeran is there as well, the uh, Ginger Winger. He's going to be... He's a Brit, isn't he, Ed Sheeran? Elliot? Yes, I believe he is from uh, Great Britain. Yeah, so he's here. And obviously, if he's British, then obviously he's amazing. Um, as they all are, apart from, oh, I don't know, Simon Cowell, um, Piers Morgan. I don't really like Michael Corrin. In fact, it's easier to list the ones I don't like. Gordon Ramsay. Gordon Ramsay. I don't mind him. I don't know why. He, he. I should hate him because he's one of those sort of manufactured arch villains that reality television have produced. But for some reason, I don't mind him. Well, he's, he's that now, but he was very passionate at one point. Yeah. I suppose that's why I like him, because he's not just doing it. I mean, he's obviously made a fair few million out of it, but also he swears like a trucker and it's funny. You know. Creative. <laughs> it is. There's so many lines that I'd like to say now, some of his favourite moments. I'll tell you what annoys me is when you watch the American one and it's all bleeped out. It's rubbish. There's no point watching it. It's just, oh, what am I going to do? I'm going to sit down for half hours bleeping and dramatic orchestra. And the other thing that American TV that does, that it, well, it doesn't happen so much in Canada and the UK TV, not that there's a great deal of Canadian TV, um, but the, the, they do this thing where they're like, coming up after the break. And they show you what's going to happen. You watch a break for, I don't know, an hour. And you come back and they go, any second now, you'll see this. So it's really weird. Like, you've seen it three times by the time it happened. Coming up, after the break, Gordon's going to throw a pan. Oh, is he? All right, I'll hang around for that. Here, here's Gordon throwing a pan. Find out why in a minute. Is it because he got annoyed in the kitchen? That's a guess. <laughs> Here he is, about to throw a pan. And then they do every angle of it, don't they? <laughs> it's, all, it's all manufactured. And then you see the guy afterwards, oh, I can't believe he threw a pan. And then like someone completely not involved. Uh, I, was, I wasn't actually in the kitchen at the time, but I heard that Gordon threw a pan. It's amazing that he threw a pan. Why did Gordon throw a pan? We asked Gordon, because he was a bit of a prick. Right, coming up, Gordon throws another pan. Stay tuned, dramatic orchestra. So tiring. Can't be bothered. Anyway, somehow I don't mind him. Um... What are we doing? Oh, I suppose we should talk about some of the stuff that's happened this week. That's what we usually do. And if you want to get involved in any way, you can. Um, lots of news this week. Alcoholics Anonymous turns 80. We should have a drink to that. Um, and uh, there was a giant tortoise that died. I, I thought this was sad news. A giant Galapagos tortoise, more than 150 years old, has been put down at a zoo in California this week. Uh, the tortoise, known as Speed, um, has been a, a, geriatric for, a geriatric for some time, and he's been on decline as old Speed. Keepers at the San Diego Zoo uh, had used acupuncture and hydrotherapy to treat his arthritis and other ailments. Speed has been brought to, uh, it was brought to California in 1933 as part of a program to preserve the endangered species of the uh, Galapagos Islands, off Ecuador, of course. 
Uh, and it's worked. 13 Galapagos tortoises remain at the zoo. The group has produced more than 90 offspring since Speed moved in in 1933. So, uh, and many of those offspring originated in uh, Speed's tortoise balls. So, congratulations, Speed. A good life. Well lived. There was one called Lonesome George. He was left in the Galapagos some years ago. He was called Lonesome George. It was really sad, actually. I mean, tortoises never look happy, let's be honest. But... He, um, he was called Lonesome George because he didn't have any friends at all. He was the last of his species. I think he was about 150. And he just hung out. It must be annoying because, I mean, I don't know if they have a great deal of consciousness, tortoises. And I hope for gorgeous lonely, Lonesome George's sake that they didn't because it would be terrible to know you're the last one, you know. Because after 150 years, you would be gagging for a bit of nookie. The last thing you need to know, sorry, mate, there's no one you can do it with. Although I don't know, maybe he fancies other tortoises. It's a, it's a, it's, it's an area I, I know very little about. Uh, also this week, the very sad news uh, yet again of yet another shooting, um, the Arizona shooting this week. Uh, another idiot with a gun achieved the news we're so familiar with from the US. Uh, lone gunman in the USA with a warped view on the world with immense social issues, usually a scrawny body and a face like a greyhound. Dog or bus. Uh, he went crazy and shot lots of innocent people. Um, this time through race. It's always something, isn't it? And uh, it's just it's just repeat, isn't it? It's just cut, paste, repeat. Every few weeks, another nutter. And, of course, the, the gun lobbyists are like, well, it wasn't really the gun. It's a scrawny dude, you see. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, meanwhile, Joe Aprio... Uh, who's uh, the sheriff in the Phoenix area, says uh, pre preliminary plans are complete. My armed posse will provide the added security for the predominantly black churches in the Phoenix area. My armed posse. It's a little bit rap star, isn't it? Um, so he said, you know, until things died down and the risk of copycat crimes, we're going to have um, policemen... Um, not, I don't want to say staking out, because that's not what he said, but um, providing security for all the black churches in, in the Phoenix area, uh, to which many of the pastors said, thanks, but no thanks. I, I think we'll, we'll be all right. If there's one thing black Americans aren't too keen on right now, it's the thought of testosterone-pumped cops with guns hanging around them. I don't think that's going to help. The Have you seen some of the other news recently? It's like putting a fire out with kerosene and a fan. Not going to work. Uh, Obama said, as a country, we've been through this many times. Whether it's an elementary school in Newtown or a shopping mall in Oregon or a temple in Wisconsin or a movie theatre in Aurora or on the street in corner in Chicago. These neighbourhoods are our neighbourhoods and these are our children. And we look after we should look after our children. Uh, we are going to have to come together and take meaningful action to prevent more tragedies like this, regardless of politics. He did say that. What I didn't tell you is that he said that four years ago and has said it many times since. There's actually been seven years, seven mass shootings and seven distraught speeches from Obama, one of which he cried in. And um, this time he used, I mean, fairly hardcore rhetoric, bearing in mind that the gun lobbyists have, you know, got guns. He said, once again, innocent, innocent people were killed in part uh, because someone who wanted to inflict harm had no trouble getting their hands on a gun. 
we as a country will have to reckon with the fact that this type of mass violence does not happen in other advanced countries. Thank you. I think it's actually a wonderfully beautiful and precise thing to say. No real angle on what you're going to do about it, but at least it gets the conversation going for the seventh time in seven years. Fox News responded with their usual, the good guys need more guns. I love it when they do that. They're so predictable, aren't they? I always put on Fox after a shooting. Well, it wouldn't have happened if the good guys had guns. If the good guys had guns, then they could have shot the bad guys. That's what you need. So if we need anything, we need some more guns. If you're going to do anything, if you're going to do, I think that was what they do. Probably not on Fox. You know what? I wouldn't put it past them. Um, if you're going to have good guys, they always do that good guys and bad guys thing, don't they? It's really weird. It's so oversimplified that a nine-year-old could understand it. Maybe that's why they say it. There's good guys and bad guys, and you need the bad guys to not have guns, and the good guys need to protect themselves from the bad guys, so they need guns. So oversimplified a nine-year-old could understand it. If that nine-year-old wasn't wearing ear defenders whilst conducting target practice with an assault rifle, of course, like the one that accidentally killed an instructor last year in the United States. I'm really bored, and I'm actually quite pissed off about this whole good guys, bad guys thing, because here's my take on it, right? You can say that the good guys need more guns, and then they can shoot the bad guys. But the problem is, life doesn't really work like that. There aren't such things as good people and bad people. There's just people. Now, don't get me wrong, some of them are a-holes. I've met a few. There's plenty about. But some of them are right. Some of them, let's say they were drunk for the first time in 10 years because they were a reformed alcoholic. Let's say that they do something foolish and drink too much in a bar and they go home and they're already having a few arguments with their girlfriend and their girlfriend is just about to get into bed, well, it certainly looks like it, with another man. Now, they're probably a good guy, but with access to a gun, they might turn into a bad guy that night. And that's the problem that I have with the US gun laws. I'm not sure why I'm bringing it up in Canada. I think uh, I think we all just look over the border and go, oh, really? Okay. Oh, my goodness. But it is very tiring. Meanwhile, in the state of Georgia, where the state legislature has passed the most extreme and bizarre set of gun laws in the forever less united states, the Georgia gun law permits people with guns, gun permits to carry weapons in unsecured areas of airports, right? Bars, unless the bar owner objects. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine that. <laughs> Vinny, what about hospital delivery rooms? Uh, I don't know, but you can carry them in some churches. Hospital delivery rooms, probably. It's a public place, isn't it? I mean, you never know, right? Yeah. You know, just in case it doesn't turn out looking as good as you thought it was. That's disgusting. Let's start with the overall aim of gun controllers, to bring an end to gun massacres and gun murderers. Now, when I hear anyone slightly on the left say this on somewhere like Fox News... You always hear the gun lobbyists go, You're taking away freedom! You're taking away freedom! We gotta have freedom! We gotta have freedom! In fact, I think I say freedom more than George Michael did. But, uh, yeah. It's not that... I, I don't know why everyone confuses that. I like freedom. Bang into it. Well, I love a bit of freedom, me. Just the other day, I did a hop, skip and a jump. Today, I slobbered on a man. You know, I love a bit of freedom. And I did that on a plane. You can't do anything on a plane now. But um, I, I just it annoys me that the gun lobbyists confuse freedom 
with sensibilities, you know? People like me who don't want guns on the street aren't out to rob your freedom, America. Just want to see you stop shooting each other. And if it's freedom that you're worried about, then how come you're so cool with, I don't know, everything Edward Snowden revealed about the government snooping on every part of your life? You don't seem as bothered about that as long as you can have a gun. And the Second Amendment, the United States Constitution Amendment that protects the right of people to keep and bear arms, was adopted on December the 15th, 1791. <laughs> Do you think the states might have changed a bit since then? They were firing muskets! Muskets! It took ages to reload. And policing wasn't quite as good as it is now in the States. Oh, is that full time on the. Yeah, Canada just won. Canada win against Switzerland in the girly World Cup. And they're all having a jump up and down. Well done, Canada. Congratulations. I should have got some sort of round of applause. Can you organise a round of applause, Elliot? Not just you. Even better. Got ladies with good legs and they kick balls. Almost literally. Some of them are attractive, but I don't think that should have any real bearing on the game. They've got hair tied back, although some have fake eyelashes, which I didn't expect, and some of them are better than men at football and general talking. And they seem to have kicked the Swiss, which is always a good thing. Oh, ladies of Canada. Oh, it's gone French. I'll give up. Bail, bail, bail. <clears throat> Can you do the French bit? I personally. Yeah. I, I do speak French. Um, I can't. I can't remember, actually. Really? I was, uh, je ne, I, I can't even. <laughs> I forget. You I didn't even get one word I out. couldn't. I'm just trying to remember the part of the. Oh, man, I'm sorry. I do speak kind of French, yeah. Text in the French part of the national anthem in the worst piece of radio we've ever done. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Elliot. It's not my, hey, how did I do? You know? Well, yeah. I moved here. It's true. I should have learned that on arrival. You know, I have to pledge allegiance to the Queen when I actually do get my citizenship. Do you know that? Yeah, everyone does. I'm not, I'm not a citizen yet, but I'm getting it this year. And one of the things I have to do is pledge allegiance to the Queen. The, the Queen that you were born, <laughs> exactly. whose kingdom you were born into. And the one that I did a runner from a decade ago, yeah. Can't shake her off. I really can't. Unless she's printed on money. I can't keep hold of that stuff. Anyway, going back to the Second Amendment, it's all a bit boring, isn't it? Let's be honest. Let's, let's just speed this up. Because, to be honest, by the time I've finished this, there'll be another shooting in a school or a park anyway. And then someone on the left will go, should we, uh, should we have a conversation? And then someone on the right will go, no! How dare you! You disgust me! You lefties with your ideas on not shooting people. Freedom! Um... Freedom in a land where you have to be 21 to drink. Freedom in a land where 15% of people have got passports, making not that many people lean towards global travel. And as I said, as revealed by Edward Snowden, the government have snooped on pretty much all of you in, in the States in such detail, they know what kind of porn you like. And frankly, I was rather shocked about it too. Don't let Fox pump fear into you. You need to reform that amendment. 
Because, by the way, for those of you who say it can't be reformed, it's called an amendment. And on that note, it's not just me that feels that way. I like the Aussies sometimes. They're a sensible bunch. Check this out from, is it Jim Jeffries? Jim Jeffries. I'm going to talk about something now that sort of splits the crowd uh, a little bit. Uh, gun control. Now, mate, wait, before you get, don't, don't get excited because the other people have guns. The anti-gun people are like, yeah, do it, Jim. No, let's just shh. Now, before I start saying this, I want to say this, right? I believe in your right as Americans to have guns. I'm not trying to stop you from having guns. All I'm saying is this is my personal belief on the opinion. My opinion on the belief, oh, it doesn't matter. I don't like guns, right? I'm going to say some things that are just facts, right? In Australia, we, we had guns, right? Right up until 1996. And in 1996, Australia had the biggest massacre on earth. Still hasn't been beaten. And... <laughs> Now, after that, they banned the guns. Now, in the 10 years before Port Arthur, there was 10 massacres. Since the gun ban in 1996, there hasn't been a single massacre since. I don't know how or why this happened. Uh, maybe it was a coincidence, right? Now, please understand that I understand that Australia and America are two vastly different cultures with different people, right? I get it. In Australia, we had the biggest massacre on earth. And the Australian government went, that's it. No more guns. And we all went, and we all went, yeah, right then, that seems fair enough. Really. <laughs> now, in America, you have the Sandy Hook massacre where little tiny children died, and your government went, maybe we'll get rid of the big guns? <laughs> and 50% of you went, So here's, here's where it gets confusing, right? Now, as I said, I'm all for your Second Amendment rights. I think you should be able to have guns. It's in your constitution. What I am not for is bullshit arguments and lies. There is one argument and one argument alone for having a gun, and this is the argument. F*** off. I like guns. <laughs> it's not the best argument, but it's all you've got. And there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with saying, I, I like something, don't take it away from me. But don't give me this other bull The main one is, I need it for protection. I need to protect me, I need to protect my family. <laughs> really? Is that why they're called assault rifles? Is it? Never heard of these fucking protection rifles you speak of? <laughs> protection? What the f*** are you talking about? You, you have a gun in your house, they, you're 80% more likely to use that gun on yourself than to shoot someone else. And people think, well, that'd never happen to me. You don't know that, because you know what? From time to time, we all get sad. <laughs> One day you're happy, then you're sad, and then... Oh, oh, it was... Jim Jeffries, Australian comedian, proving that it's not just me that has these views. And I think uh, if you actually were to poll even most Americans, they would agree that gun laws need reforming. Will it be done? I don't know, but I certainly hope so. One of these days, maybe, possibly, if we can just make a little bit of rational change. Meanwhile, I was quite surprised that the Utah Mining League cancelled this week their Caucasian Heritage Night in the wake of the Charleston shootings. Yeah, 
In unrelated news there, Utah Minor League team was planning a Caucasian Heritage Night. It's so weird, right? That's cancel it for, well, frankly, poor taste and obvious racism. But what they did, I think, and made it slightly worse is when they cancelled the event, this little minor league, is it baseball? Yeah, minor, minor league baseball team, right, in Utah, decided to cancel it, yeah? And they, they wrote this letter out to people, okay? So these are the kids, parents, and various people that were going to get involved. You may have read that the Orem Owls had long ago scheduled a Caucasian Heritage Night as one of its 38 promotions. I don't know what the other 37 are. Neo-Nazi Night. Um, <laughs> National Front Night. Clue Clocks Clan Night. You know, just, just harmless fun, no doubt. Um, minor League Baseball, it says, and the Aura Mouse is about baseball, togetherness and family fun for all fans and all races, religions and orientations. Well... It's not really all races, religions and orientations if it's Caucasian night, is it? By its very definition, our goal in this promotion, like any of our promotions, is to have fun and make fun of everyday normalities. Okay. Our night was to include Wonder Bread and burgers with mayonnaise, clips from shows like Friends and Seinfeld. And trying to solve vertical leaping challenge. Don't know what that means. Jumping about, I suppose. We understand, in light of recent tragic events, that our intentions have been misconstrued, and for that, we sincerely apologise. The thing is, right, doesn't really make any sense, because the white Caucasian night, it says here, um, the heritage night was to include Irish, Italian, Scandinavian, German, Russian, or anyone from any Caucasian background. Now, don't get me wrong, I like what little wonder about in Little Italy, like the next man. I don't really mind the concept of a particular themed evening, but when it's Caucasian, isn't that a little bit exclusive to others? Um, the Owls are committed to all of, it, all of its fans, it says, bad English, what did you expect? Um, families and all fans of baseball alike, no matter who you are, the event has been removed from our promotional schedule effective immediately. We will not have Caucasian Heritage Night. Damn baseball has got to do with anything anyway. Just have an evening of burgers. Don't have to call it Caucasian Night, do you? What are you doing, Elliot? You look flustered. What's wrong? Why, why have you got your open mouth? Have I said something terribly wrong? No? Everything okay? I've got to do a break. Okay. You scared me. Don't do that. Sometimes I think a little naughty word might pop out and you're not keeping an eye on me. You've got to rein this in. These shackles and these reins, the end of them are in your hands. It's pressure. Yeah. I feel a bit weird today as well because I've had a lot of sleep. I did a 10K this morning and every time I look out the window, there's another sexy person walking past. Cheerleaders knocking about now because of all this MMVA business. Sexy cheerleaders. And is it some... Is it modern day music, at the risk of sounding like a very old man, it's just soft porn, isn't it? Isn't it? Everyone in this building, I've got more clothes on than 10 of those people. And I've only got a shirt and pants on. It's ridiculous. When we come back, we talk about stuff and things, including... Um, there's quite a lot happened, actually. Um, a woman in China had a baby on a motorbike and didn't notice. Beautiful. We're going to have to investigate that. 
And also we talk about the summer solstice, which is today, by the way. Happy solstice to you. And as I speak, I believe the sun has just left us, but a rather remarkable half past nine, so it is. Back in a minute here on News Talk. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Last week we had a phone-in about um, are young people lazy when it comes to employment and do they walk out too easily as a result of a guy that I had employed for my little company and he walked out on me. Well, I'm sure you've been up all night, every night, wondering how MrPhotoCanvas.com is doing. I'm pleased to tell you um, I have a new girl and she's fantastic. And um, she's doing a great job at making canvases and running the entire company, which is just as well because I'm going to England tomorrow and I'm leaving my entire company with her. A little bit scared about that, but uh, it does give me the opportunity to tell you if you want a canvas uh, print, I'm allowed to do this. I'm just I'm rocking the mic, man. <laughs> I'm going rogue. Um, you can go to MrPhotoCanvas.com, my company, and it will get you a canvas. And the new girl, Stacey's there. She's uh, she's rocking it out. Happy days. She'll walk out on me in a couple of weeks. Of course she will. But for now, she's there. And that's all that matters. Um. John Moore, who does the morning show on this, is on um, CBC as we speak, rocking a pastel. Rocking a pastel suit. Good to see. I couldn't get away with it. Bit of a snappy dresser, let's be honest. Always looks good, even at stupid o'clock in the morning. Even in the studio. For, on that note, by the way, don't, whatever you do, put on the uh, webcam for me tonight, because I've got quite bad pit stains. Good. Aren't we just closer to each other than ever before? Um, this building's gone weird. There's lots of people wandering around half naked because that's apparently the state of the music industry today. If you're not suggesting something with a foam finger, then you're uh, fondling someone else's boobs on stage. That seems to be what you do to make it popular. Of course, there used to be talent in music, but that's long gone. <laughs> Whatever. Manufacture, manufacture, baby. But some of the talent that's here today is going to be quite interesting. Carly Rae Jepsen, a uh, Canadian singer who's... Uh, Little Ditty, who I won't even... It's one of those... It's like a little advert, isn't it? But it sticks in your head, that song that I won't mention so badly. that I'm, It's uh, not worth mentioning for that reason. But she did very well with it, so well done you. And if she is listening uh, and wandering around the building right now, perhaps she's in the bathroom listening to my dulcet tones, then uh, stay there. I'll pop in after the show and give you a jolly good seeing too. Um, Ed Sheeran as well is here, and uh, he's a Brit, and uh, apparently he's quite a sex symbol, although he doesn't, someone described him, <laughs> it's, not, it's not really fair, but by the way, people in glass houses can't throw stones, but I'm going to do one anyway. Someone described him as, um, as a rat-faced man on Twitter in promoting this. They said, rat-faced Ed Sheeran is at uh, the Much Music Video Awards, which are happening outside as we speak. That's nice, isn't it? You know, you've, you've, you've fought through the machine that is this manufactured evil production empire to actually get somewhere through talent. Because say what you want about Ed Sheeran, he is actually very talented. He's a good writer, a good performer. You get rat face. It's not right. Uh, but the girls have been outside all day. When I arrived, I, I, it was really weird timing. I rocked up on my bicycle. And as soon as I locked it up, I walked out to the sort of main area. And they just went, what? And for a brief and pathetic moment, I realised what it must be like to be a pop star. And then I went up to my news talk job. And boy, do teenage girls listen to AM radio on a Sunday night talking about global issues. Whoop! Whoop! <laughs> they don't, no, they don't do that. 
Um, but I did talk to a few of them outside. There were some nice ones. I like the French ones. Um, this is what they sound like. I'm like the biggest Jonas Brothers fan, so I'm freaking out, okay? I cried when I hear him do his sound check. Oh my god. I'm very happy right now. I'm very what right now? I'm very hot for you right very now. Happy. Oh, very happy. I thought she said, I'm very hot for you right now. Again, it's what I hear. It's not what necessarily is said. Um, she was uh, she was from Montreal with her little Montreal friend. They travelled for nine hours and got in a massive argument with their dad because it's Father's Day here in North America. And um, I think he wanted them to hang around. But nope, you can't hold these girls down when it comes to the appeal of Mr. Sheeran. Who else have we got? I want Justin Bieber come here. I love him so much. Yeah. <laughs> Please, Justin, come here. <laughs> yeah. I've noticed that you don't have to be that funny as a 15-year-old, do you? <laughs> no matter what she says, all her friends are laughing. I'm like, you really need some training. At least go to Second City and work. I mean, you, you need to work on your timing. You need to beef up those gags. And also, the subject matter should never praise Bieber. Ridicule. Hmm? But your friends seem to think you're hilarious. Uh, and then I talked to a, a few other people. I think it's interesting and fun and new experience. We were all really excited. I'm like the biggest Jonas Brothers fan, so I'm freaking out, okay? Bless them. Jonas Brothers, by the way, uh, the I think they're American, aren't they, Elliot? Uh, I don't even know. I'm so out of it, man. I don't know who any of these people are. These are the ones that wore the promise rings to promise to keep their virginity, which is a fantastically clever publicity stunt to make everyone think about them and their virginity. So very clever. Um, and I believe, I think they're American, mate. They're not Canadian. They're not, yeah, they're not, they're not from here. Tell me they're not British. I remember they did an ad. For, I don't, they might be British. I think, oh, no. no, no, One Direction is British. One Direction is British Irish, yeah. Is that Australian, maybe. Who's oh, Australian? Uh, One Direction is Australian? What is going on? This uh, is the worst bit of radio we've ever done. It's just a load of fat, balding old men ow. trying to keep up with what their daughters are listening to. I swim twice a week. I I, I am fit. Actually, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have tarred you with the brush that I <laughs> tar myself with. Um, all right. Let's hear some more as well. Um, this is my favorite. I'm looking forward to seeing Ed Sheeran because I love him. He's like ginger Jesus. <laughs> At least that is funny. I like that. Ginger Jesus performing probably as we speak. If you're wandering around on Queen Street, you'll certainly be able to hear it. These studios are wonderfully insulated, so luckily I don't have to listen to any Carly Rae Jepsen this evening. But good for them, and I hope it all goes well. I might pop down there afterwards. Annoyed me earlier. I was wandering around the building, because <laughs> what you do whenever this sort of thing happens, you obviously need to go into the other part of the building, which I've never even been into, just so I can snoop about. They wouldn't let me in. Because I didn't have an armband on. I was like, I've worked here for years. Do you know who I am? Look, I've even got an accent. I'm like Sheeran. Let me in. Didn't wash. Uh, when we come back, we talk about the uh, some sources. And also, um, have you fed up with people that drive consistently in the middle lane? Hmm? Middle lane hoggers. Or even worse, the people that just drive in the fast lane at 100. <sighs> Well, we'll discuss them too. You're tuned in to the Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. <laughs> hey, do you like this here radio show? Is it something you want to do? Actually, you can't do it. Pay's going to do it for the next couple of weeks. Um, but if you want to get more involved in it, you can download it. 
um, at vinniewhite.co.uk or go to newstalk1010.com and click on my face. Um, yeah, I'm going away. I'm going to England tomorrow. I haven't been for a little while. Got to see my mum. And my, I'm going to a bachelor party in Lisbon, which is all very rock and roll. My brother's getting married. I'm supposed to have organised this. I've done nothing. I booked the hotel, that's it. So I'm, next weekend I'm in Lisbon in Portugal and uh, drinking heavily. I mean, there's no point lying. That's what's going to happen. You know, I could say that we're going to sample custard tarts. We are um, taking a cheese-making course. What else are famous, famous in Portugal? Sardines. Of course they are. Uh, I could say that we're going sardine fishing and finding sardine recipes. Um, but I'd be lying. We're going to be a bunch of... Uh, I, I think we're mature. You know, we're not going to urinate in public or anything terribly nasty, but we'll probably be drunk. And you know what? There might be a stripper. I don't know. It's not up to me. Okay, so I organised it. Some guys like that kind of thing. But I don't. I don't actually. I genuinely. I'm not just saying this because I'm trying to appear Mr. Squeaky. I don't. I don't really like going to strip clubs. I don't like it. I can't be bothered because you can't talk to your mates, and I don't get to see them much. <laughs> Such a, that's that's age for you, isn't it? <laughs> I don't want boobs in my face. I want to have a conversation with the people I don't see often. And I actually, for once, I'm not being sarcastic. Although, having said that, the occasional boob is always very lovely. Um, today is the summer solstice, ladies and gentlemen, and um, it was. Uh, it still was just the old sun popped down. Although you wouldn't know it here in downtown Toronto, not tonight because the, it's gone crazy outside. The stages with people half naked. Gorgeous. Um, but uh, it is the sources that occurred just after lunch, actually, when the sun was directly over the Tropic of Cancer, of course, as you all definitely don't know, including me. Uh, the summer solstice is the longest day. I did know that um, of the year for places in the Northern Hemisphere, of course, uh, which means daylight will get progressively shorter each day until the winter solstice in December, which I find overwhelmingly depressing. Uh, the summer solstice is recognised all over the world, of course. Uh, in medieval Germany, people used... To do all kinds of weird things, actually. They, uh, in the Mosul Valley, would set a big hoop of straw on fire, dubbing it the fiery wheel. And the hoop would roll down the hill through the vineyards toward the water. The idea being that the fire is associated with purity and fertility. In England, of course, we have Stonehenge. Stonehenge was intended to be a sun temple from its very inception, really. It seems to have been arranged deliberately so the viewer who stands in the centre of the great stone ring could capture the rising sun's disc in the heelstone gateway to the northeast uh, today on the solstice and the sun uh, the day the sun uh, reached its northern standstill of course well what i always find amazing about the stonehenge is um that the stones for stonehenge volcanic blue stones they are they come 160 miles and this was like 5000 years ago so there's a lot of questions about whether there was even a wheel then. 257 kilometres. Dragging stones to the world-famous sites. Geologists have now proven this, by the way. They can find out exactly where in Wales they came from. And I'd love to be there when they the Druids recruited the Welsh for that, you know? Hello, I'm a Druid. I'm a sorcerer-type character. I'm mystical, whimsical, and I feel like I would have a long beard. I'm in Wales here, and I'm going to uh, make a henge. Will you help me? Oh, yes, yes, I'd love to help you, yes, yes. Right. It's not far, is it? Don't have to push those stones too far. I hope not. And what a henge it is. One of the best henges I've ever seen. 
Um, oh, do we really have to take a break? Oh, I'm so sorry. We have to take a very quick break. It's we're, we're contractually obliged. The wheels have fallen off. I was just in the middle of a rift, but if we don't do it now, I'll, I'll get my, my little hiney whipped. All right, I'll be back in a minute. This is the Fenny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. We have to do the breaks, you see, otherwise we just wouldn't exist. It's the way it goes. Bit of rough with a bit of smooth, I suppose. Uh, road-hogging motorists. I flew back from Ottawa today, but last time I drove back, I was behind a road hogger and he was doing 95 and 100 in the outside lane and it's I, I th- how can I be sincere about how irritating it is this is this is how annoying it is in a noise that's sort of how I feel about that. Um, but a road-hogging motorist has been fined in the United Kingdom, I'm pleased to see, uh, for hogging the middle lane. In the first conviction of its kind, a man that had decided to hog the middle lane for many miles on end was actually fined nearly $1,000 in total. But it inspired me to find other people that are irritated by this. And sometimes people record rants. And tonight I'd like to leave you with a Welshman that instructs with a very simple video how you might want to move over once you've overtaken a car. The mall. This is the middle lane. If you carry on driving in this middle lane, when you can pull into the left lane, it's called hogging the middle lane. You don't hog the middle lane. They are overtaking lanes. See me approaching a car? Right now, I indicate to go into the middle lane to overtake the car that is now in the slow lane. These cars driving past me now in the front. Well, they should pull over into the middle. Because if anyone else wants to f- pass, they can get past them. Now, up here, you can pull into the slow lane. See this? I am now in the f- slow lane. This lane is the lane that you should stay in unless you Take it! Now see that there in the middle lane? He's in the middle lane. He should be driving behind me. No, he won't drive behind He's a doesn't know how to drive on the motorway. Six. Goodbye. Oh, I couldn't put it better myself. Thank you to that Welshman who posted a video blog his upset nature at some of the idiot drivers that we have to contend with. I will be gone now for a couple of weeks. I'm going to the UK to visit family and popping over to Portugal for a wobbly one. Uh, So I'll be back. um, I think I'm only missing two Saturdays. Sorry, two Sundays. And then I'll be back. Uh, Paige's going to have the show. She's got my back. She said she won't derail this beautiful train. Uh, In the meantime, you can go to vinniewhite.co.uk and catch up with all the old podcasts if you like. Always a pleasure. Never a chore. See you soonish.